This buddycast is brought to you by Eerie Unknown. If you are hearing things go bump in the night or you're seeing moving shadows, you need to go to Eerie Unknown's Facebook page right now and let them know what's going on. And they'll do a full investigation with all of their investigation tools. Well, the world has still gone nutty, buddy, buddy. Even downright cruddy, buddy, buddy. Wish I missed the past, buddy, buddy, but there's still buddy cast. No, don't be naughty, go meet everybody here on buddy cast. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the founder and host of BuddyCast, Nick Sorensen. Good evening, buddies, or good day, buddies. It's time for another episode of everybody's favorite show, BuddyCast. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen, and joining me today is a special artist. I met this guy in Pittsburgh. He does fantastic work. I love the work he does with movies. My buddy, Shad. How are you doing today, Shad? I am awesome, Nick. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How have you been since Comic-Con? I've been busy. I've been busy. Comic-Con was extremely busy for for those that weren't at the Steel City show that Nick was talking about. It was an extremely busy show. We had a blast. Um, but I've been busy. I've had some, I actually had a commission that just came in today that's kind of an atypical commission. Uh, more of a restoration piece that I'm doing for a guy's poster, but that's cool. I'll do it. Uh, but yeah, it's been busy. I just finished up a couple of new pieces and uh, actually starting uh, work for the next the next show too. So. Nice, nice. And how are sales during Steel City? Crazy, crazy. Uh, lots of a uh, lot more originals than I was used to. Um, but then we uh, the prints. I've been doing a lot more exclusive prints. Those have been selling excellent. Um, so yeah, it's been uh, it's it's been great. It's been great. Awesome. I can't. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Yes. So, buddy, I got to first start by asking, let's go back to the beginning. What led you to, what led your interest in becoming an artist? Uh, okay. So if I go all the way back, I don't remember a time where I wasn't drawing something. I think my biggest influences when I was younger were probably my two older brothers because I they were six and eight years older than me. And I wanted to do what they were doing at their level. But I was just a kid and I only knew crayons and they were taking, you know, art classes. They were good. And I wanted to do what they were doing. And I think the first comic book panel I ever remember seeing was a book and record, if you remember the old Power Records. And it was a Batman album. And inside of it was this face of, uh, it, I think the guy it was just a security guard. And he had the, uh, the Joker toxin and he was frozen in the mud. And I just remember that panel. I must have been five, six years old that panel stood out to me as being cool. And like, I didn't even, I didn't know who Neil Adams was. I didn't know any of that stuff. I just knew that panel was awesome. And I said, man, I'd love to be able to draw like that. And that kind of was my, I think my earliest memory of getting involved, but yeah, my brothers were a huge influence on me when I was younger. And then I kind of just evolved, you know, um, from there uh, through school and, and high school and stuff. Nice. You do a lot of artwork with movies, as we can see in the background there, you know? Yes, yes. I am the movie dude. I am the 80s movie dude, yes. Nice. What are some of your favorite movies? Oh, don't start me with that, man. I mean, I think this is the third T-shirt I changed before this interview because I was like, oh, which one should I represent today, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I 
it it movies to me it doesn't matter the budget it doesn't matter the acting it doesn't matter the cgi non-cgi um to me every movie is an experience and every movie can be fun it doesn't have to be a high budget movie it doesn't have to be some big marvel thing or disney thing um some of the best movies are the low budget movies and for me and i don't look at them as bad or good or anything i just look at them as, as great movies um my favorites though uh, i would say anything by john hughes i love john hughes movies um geez there's a ton of them out there uh directors um I'm some of my earliest favorite movies. I would say the Superman, the original Superman with Christopher Reeve and Margot Kidder. Uh, love those movies. Um, so yeah, there's been a, there's been a ton, but I think every day, you know, you get up and you're in the mood for a different movie. You know, uh, my mom laughs at me because I watch horror movies in the morning, you know, like, she's like, what? I'm like, is there a certain time of day? Like is a horror movie more of a lunch or evening? <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no, no, nobody's ever said, Oh, comedy movies are good for breakfast. You know, so yeah, to me, it doesn't matter. I love them all. I love all the movies. And who are some of your favorite characters to base your artwork off of? Like you have the oh, Blues Brothers in the back. Um, you know? Yeah, I just finished up the uh, the Blues Brothers back here. Um, I I hop around a lot. Most of my genre is 1989 down. Um, I do do some newer stuff, but I really like. Um, it, it really depends on the on the what I'm painting and the character and stuff. Uh, some of my favorite guys to paint. That I didn't really feel I could do them justice until I got a little older and a little bit more uh, refined. Uh, guys like John Candy, uh, Christopher Reeve, we mentioned um, guys with great character faces like Harrison Ford, uh, Lance Henriksen. I just did a portrait of him. Um, but then I like doing fun stuff. I like Star Wars and I like E.T. and Alf and stuff that, you know, mm. Mr. T and shit that, you know, people you know, like me enjoy. It was part of our yes. child. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This brings me to an interesting question. My favorite movie is Rocky. Okay. Have you ever done pieces on Rocky? Uh, I have not done a Rocky piece yet. I have painted Stallone. Um, mm -hmm. I painted Stallone a couple times, and in, in, um, I'm a I'm a Rambo guy. So mm -hmm. sorry, I'm I'm trying to charge my uh, my thing here before it dies. But um, I would be open to doing a Rocky piece. I remember when I was a kid, there was a, a movie theater down the street, and for like a quarter on Saturday, we could watch like one of three movies and help clean the theater. And one of them was Rocky three. And I couldn't tell you how many times I watched Rocky three when I was a kid with this one summer, just cleaning the theater. So yeah, I was a, a huge uh, Rocky fan as, as well too. Nice. Nice. Now, have you ever shared any of these uh, pieces with any celebrities like yeah, that you based um, them off of? Yeah, I've been very, very fortunate uh, in my career to do a lot of work with celebrities. Um, geez, I could. This year was a crazy year. I think I worked with ten celebrities last summer. Uh, working with one right now, just finished up another one. So sometimes I'll do their portrait based on their movie, and that'll start the uh, the, the conversation of maybe they want something for their home or something else painted. Um, a lot of times they really like just the iteration of I whatever I paint from the movie of them. You know. Um, so it's been pretty cool. And I've had, uh, I've had a lot of really good fortune with, uh, working with celebrities and, um, you know, I love to paint for everybody, but the celebrities are definitely, uh, uh, special. And then to me personally, I base my career now off of what these guys did 30, 40 years ago, you know, guys like Anthony Michael Hall and, uh, you know, Steve Martin and people like that. So if I get the opportunity to see them and I have a painting, I'm, I'm there to say, thank you to say, you know, thank you for doing what you did so that now I have a career, you know, and uh, a lot of times that opens up some good dialogue and, and, and they appreciate that. Nice. 
do you have any feel good stories from those encounters? Maybe even some funny stories like uh, uh, yeah, how they've taken you know, your paintings. Well, Nick, we could go on all night about the buddy stories, but yeah, I mean, I uh, just being able to uh, to you know they say don't meet your heroes, and uh, you can beep this out. That's bullshit. You know, uh, you're supposed to meet your heroes. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's if I didn't meet my heroes, I would not be doing what I'm doing for a living right now. I, and that's the truth. And I think one of the guys that I met um, the last year that really uh, affected me a lot, and I was a huge fan of, um, was Reb Brown, who played the original Captain America um, from the 70s. He's in tons of movies on Common Valor. and I mean, you name it, from Love Boat to Chips to everything. Um, but meeting him, I knew he was going to be a cool dude when I met him, uh, but he became a really good friend. And, and those are the things that are special to me, um, when you can open up a dialogue that has nothing to do with what they do for a living or what I do for a living. And we just kind of meet in the middle and, and talk about cool stuff about family and, and you know, things. So nice. yeah, I, I, he was a special one. Margot Kidder um, was one that I really, really loved. She was awesome. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's weird when you, when you finally meet them, you know, um, they're just like us. They're just, you know, uh, like they always say, they're just people. Well, they are, you know, exactly. They're and, just buddies. Yeah, they're just buddies, and the cool thing is they, you know, they like my stuff. So that's always a bonus. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Now, one thing that caught my eye when I met you is you do some unique work with blacklighting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't put it in every painting, but uh, I'm a kid from the 70s and 80s, so we used to have the store in the mall called Spencer's, which, you know, used to sell, like, blacklight posters and all the stuff. And they had a room in the back, and it was all blacklight. And then going to arcades, you know, when you're in your kid and everything. So that blacklight thing, it it kind of stuck with me. And I thought, you know, if I was doing a 70s or an early 80s painting, how about we incorporate some of that stuff and see how it looks? And uh, I messed around with a bunch of different paints, but it, it's really, it's a simple process of buying the right paint. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoy it. And it's, it's a lot of fun. I don't know if you see this one behind me here. This is just the background, but that puppy lights right up. You'll see it with the black. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I have fun with it. You know, um, I do a lot of original collages in the background too. I have tons and tons and tons of materials, old magazines and, and stuff that I'll cut up and theme the painting. Um, you know, uh, the way, uh, uh, depending on the way the painting's headed. So nice. And with black, is there a certain paint that you use or is there like yeah, Walmart? You can buy that stuff anywhere. I'm not somebody that spends a lot of money on materials and brushes because I go through a lot of my stuff uh quickly and i'm kind of rough on my 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 uh say my equipment but my brushes and stuff i do a lot of dry brushing and i'm also um using some really wet paints and stuff so i don't paint like a traditional painter would be painting that maybe said went to school and was classically trained i don't have that that background i've kind of self-taught but yeah so i don't really buy i buy better canvases but when it comes to my equipment i just i mean i have a hairbrush sitting right here this is my number one equipment right here so um because i paint fast and i always need to layer if i was painting in oils i'd be here all day be all different kinds of paint yeah wow so now i gotta ask what are, are there any current projects that you're working on anything that you've got in the uh, books you know i always have a list i have a list right here right and this list has got everything that i'm supposed to be doing on it um mm -hmm. I just checked it last night. I've actually knocked off like seven paintings on that list. Wow. In the last like two months, which is really unusual for me. Um, but I do find myself adding some new stuff. Um, I'm always got commissions coming and stuff, but between those is what I, when I really shine and what I like to paint. So I just finished up blues brothers. I just did tombstone. 
So those are some bigger paintings. I think the next one I'm going to do is something fun. And it's definitely going to be comedy related. And I'm not really sure if I'm going to go a little newer or if I'm going to go old. So we'll, I'll ask you. So if I was going to pick, we'll say Newman from Seinfeld or John Candy, just because I freaking love John Candy. I mean, that is, that's like awesome, asking, you know, because, that's like asking yeah, you they're for both, but I think they're both great characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, screw it. I'll probably end up painting both in the next three weeks. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's like you asking me. Yeah, you asking me between those two guys is like asking like what would you rather have like a steak dinner or like a prime rib you know what i mean yeah like, yeah yeah who would you rather do a shot with indiana jones or han solo right you know what i exactly. mean exactly <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah, i get you i get you but but you know um yeah i don't really have a, a process I, my process is actually really funny and if you if you want to know the process this is mm -hmm. story of lou ferrigno um big lou if you're watching love you buddy i miss you um but he, he asked me one time at a convention, he says, Shad, you know, you're an artist and, and I want to know how you think before you start the process of a painting. And the story I told him basically comes down to this. And I think I can kind of show you. It's a little easier if I just if I just show you what I do here. So I have uh, I have these two uh, compact discs. One of them says good, bad, female and male. Right. Mm -hmm. So I put this on a spin on a pet uh, thing. I spin it. And then the other one that I have has all the years on it. Okay. So this is my process, folks. This is literally how I, how I pick out what I'm painting next. So I'll spin this one. Boom. It'll say 1986. Then I'll spin this one twice. It'll say good or bad. So it's good. And then I'll hit it again. It'll say male. So I'm basically looking for a good character from a movie from 1986. That that's it. That's literally I'm spinning the wheel when I do this stuff. There's nice. stuff I have you know picked out on a list, but when it comes to crunch time, that's how I do it. There's nothing more involved than just spinning it, looking it up, finding a movie on the internet, and going, okay, I haven't painted that one from '86 yet. So that's how we do it. That is awesome in a truly unique way. That's definitely it really is. You know, there's mm -hmm. I mean, there's people that go to school for many many years to, to come up with motivation and all this other stuff. Nah, man, some old CDs on a on a thumbtack does it. Does that it is, that is awesome. So I gotta ask, with your experience here on BuddyCast with our logo, which you can kind of see on the um, yeah, on the side up there. Yeah. If we asked you to do like a BuddyCast uh, portrait or something like that, what would be involved, and how long do you think it would take? Well, now that you got me on the spot here, uh, <laughs> one your mug needs to be in that in that thing we got because you are buddy cast so mm. we got have we got to have the captain of the ship in there um i see that you know you got some kind of bubbly 80s color lettering and some other stuff cool in there i like that re little retro look i think what we do is we do if we did a painting we put you in the center of it and maybe we do you off color maybe we do you maybe in a black and white but then the background you see i get all that rainbow and buddy cast stuff yeah uh, we just take tons of pictures from all your podcasts, all your all your guests, all that stuff. Collage that whole background, and then put those all in different colors behind it, and then creatively kind of. We don't even need to put body casts in it. Really, that's the thing about paintings and words, right? As soon mm -hmm. as you put words on a painting, it's not a painting anymore; it's a sign. Okay, that's the way I look at it. But Beautiful. I think the story would be your portrait with all that stuff around it, 
we can just incorporate the words buddy cast in the background, you know, and, and do something like that. But it needs to be blacklight. Definitely for yes. you. So, yeah, we're going to yes. stain every picture ahead of time in different colors so that when we put on it, it's a completely different collage. Put your big mug right in the middle. You got it. Love That's it. My first five seconds of thinking this. Thanks for putting me on the spot here this morning. No yeah. problem. Yeah. No problem. Hey, it's always good to be tested, you know? So somebody was looking at the Blues Brothers. I'll show you this. So yes. What we're talking about when I do the collage stuff, guys, it's going to be hard to see in this light. Um, but you'll see the uh, the pictures in the background. And then I used a ton of sheet music as well with this one, too. So you'll mm -hmm. see a ton, a ton, a ton of sheet music with that one. And then, you know, um, under the right circumstances, you'll see that black light. And then all the pictures will pop out. It's hard to do on camera. Um, but if you see my stuff in person, you get it. Nick's seen it. You know, so you can tell you. Yes, I can attest. It is, yeah. be it is beautiful. So, buddy, I got to ask now. Who are some celebrities that you're hoping to meet one day that you're hoping to give a portrait to? Oh man, you know, the one the one I met that I just I miss, I miss, but I met him when I was 13 or 12 years old. Uh they actually filmed the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, right down the road from my parents' home. Uh, it was John Candy. And mm. he left a huge, huge uh love for movies with me. That's what he kind of instilled. I would love to be able just to see him one more time. He's a good one. Um, as far as, you know, Mark Hamill would be a cool guy, you know, to work with. Um, yes. I did a weird project for him a couple years ago, which was not uh, painting related, but it was a different project. Um, it really depends on, I guess, my mood and what I'm into. Um, I love all the old 80s movies. So like recently being able to sit down and, and, and talk with Anthony Michael Hall, like we mentioned, um, and possibly do some stuff with him in the future is just a dream come true. You know, Molly Ringwald would be great. I love her. I think she's awesome. Um, like the, like those, those characters from my movies, I think would be uh, for the movies that I like uh, would be great. But, you know, I just met the the cast of vacation and man, they didn't disappoint. They were they, Yeah, there you go. My man's right there. He's got the Tylenol. He brought the Tylenol. I mean, yep. yeah. Um, you know, it's, it, it was it was a good time. You know, uh, sorry, my voice is still my voice is still shot from Steel City from talking to all you people. And I talk yeah. the whole time. Just so you know, if you go to Steel City, you'll see me talk from eight in the morning until they shut me up. Whenever that is, at, you know, we watch some battle bots and it's like two in the morning. We go to bed. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 But, uh, mm. um, you know, as far as who I who I wish to work with, um, you know, sometimes I just do a painting and I'll put it on on. Uh, uh, Twitter or Facebook, Instagram, and they, they contact me, you know, um, those are really cool when that happens. Uh, that happened recently. Uh, it's happened for a few years, but you know, that's how sometimes these conversations start. Uh, a lot of times it's through conventions where I meet them and they, you know, it, a business card's one thing, but when you can physically walk them over to your booth and say, here you go, look at all the shit. And now you can physically see it like yourself. You know, mm -hmm. business card and, and the Facebook doesn't do it justice. You have to see it and see the detail and the stuff that I put into it. So there's a lot of different ways that we meet, but I don't have somebody like that's right at the top of that that list. You know, it's always changing. It's always changing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one picture that I remember, I just remembered this one picture that I was really inspired by is another one of my favorite movies slash now TV series, The Karate Kid in Cobra sure. Kai. Yeah, I did. uh uh I, I love the, the original movies. I, I mean, yes. if you don't, you're a communist. But uh, yeah, the I wanted I, I got into the first 
two episodes of the the new one, right? Yes. And I stopped. And I think I've only seen three episodes. No, I watched the first season. I did. I did. I came back to it. I watched the first season. But I literally stopped after three episodes and said, screw it. I'm going to paint Danielson now. And I did a, a, a modern version, but I put all the old pictures in the background, did a black light and everything. But I, I remember, like, I can't watch anymore because I'm already psyched to do the painting. So after three episodes, I literally just stopped. And, and that's how it does. It. Uh, Mandalorian did that for me, too. Sons of bitches got me with that. I'm a I'm a huge westerns movie fan, and they did it. The whole thing is basically a Sergio Leone western in space. That's that's exactly what Mandalorian is. If you came to my house, uh, how I would describe it. But yeah, it's very um, you know good, bad, the ugly ass. But yeah, I did the same thing. I think I got a couple episodes into it and said, you know, we got to paint a helmet. Um, so inspiration hits you. Um, I don't see it a lot with a lot of modern movies as I used to. Um, you know, and I think there's a, there was a golden era for movies and I see stuff now kind of going in a different direction. I hope that gets back to, you know, listening to what people really want and going to a movie and just having fun. Don't worry about CGI. Don't worry about this guy and this for this reason and selling this product. Just make a crappy movie and have fun with it. You know, and that's, exactly. that's what I, like. what I like. Exactly. Now, buddy, I got two questions that I always ask my buddies that come on this sure. show. The first one is in your own words, what does it mean to be someone's buddy? You know, um, I think it's somebody that uh, a buddy to me is somebody that you share your happiest moments with, but also feel free to share your not so happy moments with, you know, a buddy's that guy or girl that, you know, um, you have a lot in common. You can read each other's thoughts. You know the ends of the jokes. I have a couple guys like that in my life that I like. Uh, Johnny, you met at the at the show. He's one of them. Um, so it's it really depends on, uh, on on the relationship. But somebody's it's somebody you can rely on. You know, somebody who's there yeah. for you. So yeah, I'm gonna have to do one quick thing here with this camera because um, take it time. No, we're good. Um, I uh, you know what happened, buddy? Hmm. I uh, never plugged it in. There we go. Ah. Phew. There we go. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Now we got it. Wouldn't be the first time someone's device uh, died on us. Oh, I just, never plugged, I just never plugged it in. It's saying I got charged mm -hmm. now, so we're good. Mm -hmm. And the final question that we have today is what we call the ultimate buddy cast buddy question, which is what is your advice for anybody who wants to become an artist? Well, you know, you, that's a good question. It really is. Um, because you can approach it a lot of different ways. Um, for me, uh, being kind of a, a guy who is self-taught and went through this whole ringer on my own, um, I've learned a lot over the years. But I think the, the biggest thing I can tell young artists, okay, uh, the first thing I'm going to tell you right now, it's not an easy business. No. Uh, you hustle. Um, I'm on my own. And, and the reason Nick knows me is because I get out there and I set up a huge booth at these shows. It's not one, one desk I'm sitting behind. I have this big 25 foot wall or 40 foot wall, whatever I set up. And it's a lot of work. It's a hustle, but cream rises. That's the one thing I'm going to tell you guys. And if your level of your artwork's good, it will eventually get to the top. But if it's not, you need to enter, look back at yourself and say, Hey, why aren't I selling? Why aren't, why is it my stuff popular? Why? And look at it and say, do I need to work at this? And it sucks to say that 
sometimes you're not ready to get out there and do it yet. You know, I've been doing this. I sold my first painting. It was actually, I think it was a little sketch. I just did an interview. I think it was like 11 years old or something. This little T-Rex thing. But I sold, like, started selling paintings, like, when I was 17. And now I'm 47. Okay. I've been doing this for many, many years. Um, you, need to, you need to work hard. I do this every single day. You see all this crap behind me. This is literally where, this is my living room. The other side here looks really cool. It's like all toys and shit, but this is the work side of my house. And we do this every day like a job. We make coffee at nine in the morning. We don't get done till two. We don't get done till two. You know, um, that's the work ethic part. Okay. The other part is the best advice I was ever told, I think. Um, it was not from one person. It was just an amalgam thing. And I, I kind of took it to heart. Just don't listen to any of the shit people try to sell you. Um, saying you have to paint this way or you have to do this or you have to do that. Um, if that was the case, we wouldn't have anything new in the world. We wouldn't have new music. We wouldn't have new movies. We wouldn't have new uh, artwork. You know, we wouldn't have uh, things like uh, Bitcoin. We wouldn't have all these these new technologies. So you can't just listen to the old people who've done this and say, well, this is what you need to do. You need to find out what you need to do. And for me, I was in the the gallery scene trying to figure that whole thing out. It wasn't my fit. I was getting told how to paint and what I should paint. And ultimately, um, after some really cool interactions with a couple of guys, I decided to leave all that. And after many, many years, I left all that trying to be the artsy guy in the galleries and all that crap to, to go back and do what I love, which is painting 80s movies, right? And painting all the rad shit that I grew up with. And I basically took 20 years... Threw that career away and in one day decided I was going to paint what I like. And that was almost 10 years ago. So I've been on the con circuit for 10 years doing this stuff. So don't listen to what those people tell you to do. Follow your strengths. Follow your weaknesses, too, because that makes you learn, gets you stronger, you know. Um, but it is a hustle. So if you think you're just going to, you know, set up a booth and sell 100 paintings, good luck. I wish I hope I hope it works for you. I wish everybody success, you know, but mm -hmm. let's be realists. You know, it's like musicians, you know, there's only so many bands you're listening to on the radio out there. So exactly. You know, and art's actually a little harder thing to, to, to mm -hmm. find in the world. Yeah. Hey, but as they say in Cobra Kai, man who works for passion is far richer than man who works for money. Absolutely. And uh, my favorite Red Brown quote of all time, if I can remember it really quickly, is that, uh, most human problems can be solved with the right amount of explosive charges. There I'm you go. Look it up, kids. It's a great movie. There you go. For all my buddies out there, this is my buddy Shad. Please look up his artwork. Wait, follow-up question. Where can we find your work for those who oh, are watching? Yeah, so my website is shadart.biz, right? I'm on Instagram at Shad Paints, uh, Facebook, Shad Nowicki, uh, Twitter. I'm at uh, Shadart on there too. So you can see all my stuff, but if you get me on the, on the website or on Facebook, uh, follow along. I paint live at night in this little crappy studio. Uh, we do a lot of fun stuff and I'm always posting new stuff and new content every week. I don't call it content. My new artwork every week. Um, yeah, follow along. It's, uh, I'd love to have you on the adventure. It's definitely an adventure. And, uh, I thank everybody for your most excellent support really. And thank you, Nick, yes. for Allowing me to be a, a guest on the Buddy Cast, man. Mm -hmm. The Buddy Cast. This thing's rad. Hey, I love it. Thank you for being a buddy here on Buddy Cast. You're not a guest. You're a buddy. So, but buddy, before we go, I have one favor to ask you. Sure. Whatever you do today, whatever you do tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, please go be someone's buddy. I will. I will. I'm. A, I actually. Uh, I got a guy I was going to call today. I'm going to reach out just because of you, Nick. 
So I, I appreciate that inspiration. And uh, thank you, everybody. Appreciate appreciate it. Yes. For all my buddies out there, this is my buddy Shad. Look up his artwork. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen. And we'll see you all next time here on everybody's favorite show, BuddyCast. Well, the days are going fast. Buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last. Buddy, buddy, before they've all gone fast. Buddy, buddy, tune in to BuddyCast. Don't be lonely to make it, buddy, here on BuddyCast.